Hello folks and welcome to episode 11 of Minnesota Twins Chat. I am your host Troy Larson and once again joining me here in studio is my dad. His name is Craig Larson. How's it going tonight, dad? Pretty good, Troy. That's good. Um, you know, it's been a while. We were last recording about three and a half weeks ago, but then we, uh, we were busy with some activities and stuff and just never got uh, down to recording. So let's summarize what the Twins have done since we we, we recorded. Uh, to, to start with, they were swept by Baltimore. And then we have the All-Star break. And then we came out with the All-Star break, swept Oakland, split a four-game series with Seattle. So we were five and two. We then had a series with the White Sox, who we swept at home. And then last week, we lost two out of three to Seattle. And this past weekend, I don't know how that was even possible. We were swept by King by, by the Kansas City Royals. Possibly one of the worst um, one of the worst teams in the major. Actually, they are one of the worst teams in the, in the uh, majors. I don't, I don't know what's going going on with the Twins, but I'll tell you one thing. When they, when they went on the run, where they won eight out of eight out of no, well nine out of eleven, we'll say, because they swept, they beat the Mariners in the uh, opening game of the three game series last Monday at Target Field. But since then, Dad, they've lost five straight. What, uh, what is going on at that club? Seems like they've resorted back to their old ways again. Where you know they, if they hit the ball, the pitching isn't very good, and if they if they don't hit, the pitching's pitching's good. It's gonna you know you gotta have a, you gotta have a, a combination of the two in games, and of course, like we just were touching on before we went on the air here, the strikeouts have not gotten any better either. Yep, it's about one thousand one hundred seven. I I will say that I think the strikeout pace maybe is slightly less than what it was to start with, but it's not a whole lot better. No, it's not. They're hitting with guys on base and running in runners in scoring position is really not has not been very good all year. Once in a while, it looks like things are getting better, and hopefully, it can get better now. Polanco's back playing. And I don't know how long, far down the road before Royce Lewis is coming back, but it's probably still a while, isn't it? Um, it seems like it will be in August. In August? Beginning, Andrew, you don't know. Yeah, they haven't said. Uh, they haven't said. Well, yeah, because he, he uh, was put on the I.L. for an, for a, a strained oblique injury. Uh, sometimes those can be lasting, too, can't they? Yeah, they, yeah, they can be. Um, and, of course, now... The one one of the few guys on the team who was hitting pretty well since the All Star break was uh, Alex Kirilov, and now he's out with a sh- shoulder injury. So, just like the, you can't have a steady lineup on the field. So make guys getting hurt all the time. Now we got some pitchers. We got well, we got Theo Bar back. Um, is there another pitcher who just came back too, or not? Uh, no, not really. No, not really. Okay. I, I mean. Friday we Friday and Saturday we only had twelve pitchers. Oh, that's right. Yep. Another problem is the two guys who were pretty cons- you know, well one has still been consistent, Sonny Gray, but he hasn't won a game since the end of end of April or is it May? It's I believe it's the end of April, Dad. And, and it's not saying he's pitched bad because he has not, but you know he, a lot of times he goes out of the game with a lead and then the Twins blow the lead, 
it, it, it just is, makes no sense. And another guy, Joe Ryan, all of a sudden now, it seems like they're on to his style of pitching. Otherwise, he's not locating his pitches very well or mixing them up because he's got shelled pretty good a couple of the games here recently too. Yes, he has been. In fact, it seems like, I don't know, it seems like at least three or four of his uh, starts, he gives up a leadoff home run. Yeah, that's another thing, yep. I think it's because he's, he's always first pitch fastball, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to get ahead in the count, but you got to be paying attention to what's going on, too. I don't know that's – hopefully it can get better. You know, it looked like out of the break, the all-star break, and maybe it was uh, had something to do with the fact they weren't playing very strong competition then. With Oakland, obviously, they're not a very good team. No, but uh, but but I think Seattle is one of the stronger competition. In fact, they said stats-wise, they were kind of similar to what the, uh, the twins, twins are. Yeah, well, Seattle's three games over five hundred right now too, and Twins are only one. So, uh, and did they play? The, well, that's is that the team? Two teams they played with Seattle and Oakland. Yep, I'm at I'm at uh, West Coast trip. They did okay. yes. And then, I know they played the mighty Whiteys and. Who are really floundering right now? They're twenty-one games under five hundred. Don't know. They got to pick up the pace. Now, I know they. You must have heard too that in the second half of the season after the All Star break, they're saying as far as in terms of strength of schedule, Twins had one of the easiest schedules, if not the easiest, of anybody in baseball, didn't they? For the rest of the year, I believe it was the second easiest schedule I heard. Well, so far it's, it's only gotten you know, since the break. We're only two games over five hundred. So they started out pretty well. Cause they're like, what are they? Nine, you said nine and two at one point. Um. Yep. They were. Yep. They were nine and two to start the first eleven games. They may have lost five straight. Yeah. So now we're nine and seven. Yep. Nine and seven. So I mean, it looked like you know they might um, increase the the uh, lead over Cleveland, but it's back to one game again. Cleveland, I know, lost tonight. So. So we're so. We have one game lead. Yep. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know where to go with this team because, you know, we have we have not really been that active in the trading market. No. Um, we did bring in our pitcher who stat as far as the area is similar to what Jorge Lopez was, and we just basically traded one pitcher for another. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, I mean, his strikeouts I guess have been okay and stuff like that, but. And I noticed in the paper today, I think it was in the paper today, that Jorge Lopez pitched for Miami last night. And I, he, he didn't give up any runs, I know. They might have struck out both the, two of the guys he faced. So, you know, it's no doubt the guy, if he can get his head back together and, and uh, locate the pitches and quit this stuff of throwing balls to the backstop instead of hitting people, he, he does throw some nasty pitches sometimes. But, you know, you got to be consistent. And he was not when he was here. And this guy we got in return for him, what's his name? Dylan Flora. Yeah, who's a veteran pitcher, but he was not of the best in Miami either. So His ERA was 4.50, yep. if memory serves me correctly. Is his, is he, in his two appearances, he's only pitched twice for the Twins, right? Yep. I don't think he's given up a run, has he? No. Hopefully that, that trend continues. And the same another thing issue with the bullpen, the bullpen you know seems like they're always going to Griffin Jackson and uh, the closer Duran. I mean, it's it's at least two out of three games it seems as though that's what's happening. And in fact, Duran he came in Friday 
Yeah. In blue of a weed. Yep. Yep. And who came in yesterday? Because you know, I've got, I'm trying to think here because, uh, no, Friday for sure stands out. Saturday, yeah, because Bobby Witt Jr. for the yep. uh, superstar shortstop in Kansas City, he comes in and, I mean, he uh, hits a grand slam off of uh, Duran. Yep. Yep. And Duran walked two guys before that, too. Or he hit one too. I don't remember. It was not good. It was pretty ugly. No, I no. I think it was just two walks because you had that goal. He's one of the other guy on second base. I know too. Yep, bomb at Tanfinning. You just, you cannot do that. So I'm gonna have to. <laughs> yep. And so anyway, it's just things have got to change. And as we said before, they have the schedules that looks favorable but you still got to win games you know they play the cardinals tomorrow night the cardinals have you know usually who are a very tough team this time of year and they haven't played very well at all and plus i think that you said then i think i've heard too they they, un- they unloaded their closer too didn't they and maybe another pitcher yep yep they unloaded jordan hicks they also unloaded jordan Mont- montgomery who they got from a quick from the uh, new york yankees last year oh that's uh, right yeah sure. montgomery went to texas and uh hicks went to toronto Huh. So, yeah. So, but so had to play ball. And I don't. It could be some because obviously the trading deadline is tomorrow. You said. Yep, it is tomorrow, five o'clock. I I'd say right now, if I was to just pick up the top of my head, which teams have improved the most because of a trading deadline, I'm gonna say the Los Angeles Angels. Yep. You know, uh, well. Of Anaheim, because you know they uh, they they traded for Lucas Jaiwito uh, uh, from the Chicago White Sox, along with another relief pitcher, uh, last name of Lopez. And then yesterday, they they got uh, C.J. Crone and Randall Grishik. From the uh, Colorado Rockies. Yep. So, no, the, the Angels did, um, on Saturday, one of their outfielders, Taylor Ward, he uh, got hit in the face. Oh, ouch. So, so, that was probably one of the reasons why they got, they got Grishik. Okay. So, of course, they've, if, already, they've already lost you know, their, two, their two third basemen this year, Urshela and... Rendon, right? Yep. Is they both? They're both out for the season too, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And and then they picked up who else? Mustakas is he on the Angels now too? Yep, Mike Mustakas is on the Angels, and I think he and CJ Crone will probably be splitting time at first base. Okay. And does Mustakas play third sometimes too? He, yeah, he, he can also play second as well. Okay. Well, you got veteran player who who has 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 had a. Uh, some success in his career before. I don't know what he's doing this year, but yeah, they are. They're the one team has been pretty active in the trade market. And at one time, it looked like they're going to they're they're going to throw in the towel, but they've gotten hotter lately too. So, but you know, let's go back to the Twins. Are they going to make any more trades? You know, last year they didn't make hardly any deals until the last day. Yep, yep, and then they made some ones that have come back, kind of come back to haunt them since then too. With players that have not performed, with I don't know what what point in time did they trade for Paddock and Pagan? 
Well, well, they did bad at the beginning of the 2022 season. Okay. Well, then they, then they obviously, Mally, they traded with the, the Reds, and that hasn't turned out very well with the guys we gave in return. Yep, and uh, I think they're both at the major leagues now. The two of them are. They got left-handed. Uh, the two left-handed, of them are, yep. Yep, they got left-handed pitchers, one of their top pitching pres- prospects in their minor league system, too. And then um, the deal for with, with the um, Orioles for uh, Jorge Lopez, who is no longer with the Twins, and they gave up. Cano. Cano, who's one of the top relief pitchers in the American League right now, and actually in all of baseball. Yep, because Cano was on the uh, all-star team this year for the, yep. for the uh, AL. So. Yep. So, if you're making trades like that, you're probably better off sitting tight. I would say so. And the truth of the matter is, you know, in your opinion – who do they really have to trade in order to get somebody who's going to be a, a big help, unless they get really lucky and somebody just comes out of nowhere? Yeah, because I'll tell you, with the trend I'm seeing, teams want their, like, for of somebody at least in the top 30 prospects in that organization. Yep. And the Twins, a lot of Twins top prospects have been rated by previous trades. So. And, and you'll, you know, as we talked before, too, you know exactly who teams are, if they, Twins want to get somebody who's going to be, you know, maybe an improvement. We know exactly who the other teams are going to want in return to. Royce, Royce Lewis. Yep, and the other shortstop, too, from last year. Brooks Lee. Yep. You know, but, you you know, Dad, you just never know. No, well, that, I don't know what else they really have to trade in their minor league system anymore. Unless it's going to be, like, um, A-ball players or, or lower. Or maybe somebody from from uh, this year's draft. Yeah, I don't know. If they, yeah, well, I can't imagine that outfielder. They, that was their number one pick. They're not going to trade him. That won't happen. Yeah, well, there's there's rumors from uh, Score North. There, it was posted on their Facebook page. I don't know where they got it from, but there's a rumor that says that the New York Mets are interested in uh, Trevor Warnick. But who knows? Maybe, yeah. uh, maybe that Doogie, uh, that Darren. Wolfson from Channel Five. Maybe he's been pestering the twins, so they just so they just gave him something to run to work with, and he just ran with that or something. Who knows what yeah. how we, where we got that from? And right now, would you want many of the players around the Mets? I don't think I would. I mean, yeah, because you know they did trade Max Scherzer. Yeah, you know, there's talk with Justin Verlander could be traded back to Houston. Yeah, we will see if that happens. I saw that too. You know. Yep. Well, tomorrow's the big day, probably. Maybe some, will any trades be made yet tonight? That's a good question. I don't know. You know, so, yeah, because we are recording this here on a Monday night. And uh, I don't know. And I, I will tell you the status. It seemed like last year at this time, it was a little more busy. Yep, I think so, too. Uh, who is, oh, who is, uh, well, Paul Seawald is the Diamondbacks closer. And he, somehow the Diamond, the uh, Mariners got him tonight or today. Uh, no, no, the Mariners traded him to Arizona. Okay, okay, that's y- what it is. Yep. And who did the, who did, who went to? Uh, oh, according to who the who did they get in return? The Mariners. Oh, an infielder. Yep. Josh Rojas and outfielder Dominic Canzone. Yeah, I think that Rojas has been with Arizona for a while. Okay. From what I read. Yep. And then another trade, but Seattle did they, they traded at AJ Pollock, who has been pretty good. 
they traded him to the uh, San Francisco Giants. All right. And I don't, I don't think they got a, a big name player for him. Okay. Seattle. I just don't remember who they got, but I see two here that the Mets Mets traded outfielder Mark Canna to the Brewers for a minor league pitching prospect. Yep. Canna yep. Canna's not a, a great player either, though. He's okay. Yep. Yep. I re- I read that tonight too. Okay. Otherwise, there's not much on here for trades. No. I mean, there's been some trades, but it's not been as busy as it was last year. Because last year, I know the Yankees were make they they traded for a couple of pitchers from Oakland, and uh, I can't remember what else was going on down that day. But but then, of course, the next day we had. The Padres making a trade for uh, Juan Soto, and there were some other, a bunch of other trades that day too. Yeah, maybe maybe the the market will be flooded with trades tomorrow, but you never know either. No, I, I I'm not gonna say there won't be any trades, but yeah, but I think but I think there will be trades. Yeah, I just don't know if they're. I'm not sure if they're gonna be at the level that they were last year. No, probably not. I mean, there's some teams, obviously, that have probably are throwing in the towel already on the season in the National League. Washington, the Mets, and Colorado are right in that ballpark. The other ones are pretty close, too. Do you think the Mets are the biggest disappointment of a season, Dad? Well, after all the money that they unloaded with those two pitchers during the offseason, plus some of their position players are paying them a ton of money, too, and... They're right now. They're five games under five hundred in a, probably one of the, probably the, the toughest division in baseball, or one of them. Yeah. Well, I think Max Scherzer was with the Mets for the Mets last year. So yeah. I mean, I think that right now, I think that uh, Atlanta. I think yeah, they still have the best record in baseball. So I know some different things happen every year. You never know. I mean, some things aren't a surprise, but. The St. Louis thing is certainly one of the big surprises this year. You know, because I have a pick to be one of the one of the contenders. Yep. Yep. In the National League Central. Right now, you know, if, if the season were to end today, there'd be at least there'd be how many teams in the playoffs? Six. Six in each league. Okay. Well, you'd have. Well, the Twins would be only one team out of the Central, and probably it'd be. Right now, Baltimore, Tampa, and Toronto. And then the other ones would be Texas and the Twins and Texas and Houston. Right, as as things stand right now. Yep. Yeah, because Baltimore weeds the uh, American League East. Right. Twins, of course, weed the uh, American League Central. And then out west, you got Texas leading by, I think it's might be a game or two over Houston. By half game now. What's a half game? That's it, yep. Um, the Angels are only four and a half out, and Seattle's only five and a half out. So a lot of things can happen yet. I just don't know if Seattle has the team to make it to the playoffs right now. I don't either. You know, in one in the Na- the American National League East, the Braves are t- eleven games up on the Phillies, and that must be the biggest lead anybody has on the on their closest competition. Yep, the biggest by far. So actually. In the American League right now, it's you know Baltimore's one and a half up in Tampa, and Twins are half game up, but one game up on Cleveland, and Houston's only half game out from Texas. So the American League standings are pretty close. Then, if you look at the wild card standings, yep, um, I think 
isn't uh Houston no Tampa is in the lead. Yeah. I mean it's Houston. Yeah. I mean it's Toronto. Yeah. And, and if you look at the only race really that the is got a big gap is the Atlanta over Philadelphia by eleven games and Miami by eleven and a half. Well, yeah, because when I checked it, Miami was in second place. Yeah, well, they're only they're half game behind the Phillies now. Speaking of Miami, uh, Luis Arise, he had three three more hits tonight, so his batting average is three eighty one. Jeez. Well, that if the Twins somehow don't make the playoffs, and it ends up being a deal because obviously it's something to do with their hitting. And, and Cleveland's the only ever possible team I see making the playoffs. Yep. Unless somehow Detroit makes a bunch of noise, which I don't think is going to happen. And I've, I think the Chicago White Sox are, are so far out of it that I don't, I can't see how they can make the playoffs. But No. But if the Twins don't make the playoffs, I'm not sure. I, I, I just think they, they just need to start all over with front office and, and manager. Yeah. Well, I think I think if they don't make the playoffs, there's gonna be a lot of people thinking the same thing, including me. And um, uh, you know, they kind of came in the season this year so excited about the guys they had for a team and their pitching staff. Well, right now they're one game over 500, so they better get on the stick, otherwise some heads are probably gonna roll. Plus, next year there's a bunch of guys whose contracts are up too, aren't there? Yep. Max Kepler, Jorge Polanco. Well, I think Kepler might have an option for next year. Yeah. Um, I, I can't think of who else they can be. If they all of a sudden decide, say, to let those two guys go and, and you know, and you're basically relying on uh, Julian to play second base, you know, he's only played, was he bad about 250 times this year? 250 times, that, yes. That, that's not a very good, assess, able to assess a guy how good or bad he's going to be. And he still has his defici- deficiencies in the field, too. Yep. How so, many uh, How many times did you say uh, Julian bad again, 250? I'm just a wild guess. I don't know if it's quite that much, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, it may not be. It may not be. I mean, he's sometimes he's looked pretty good, and then... A lot of it's been built on the fact that he hasn't got he hasn't played very much at this year. That and he's done okay. I but, mean, hitting wise, I, he might be doing a little better fielding wise too. Yeah, but well, I don't know if it's is it adequate enough so that he plays second base every day or very questionable. <clears throat> I'll, and, I'll check to see how many times he has actually batted this year. And speaking of, oh, 181. Yeah, you were off by oh, quite a by, bit, <laughs> by about 50, 50%, not quite that, but close. No, yeah, because you were off by... 70-some. Yep, 70, 76, I think. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's, he, he's looked okay at the plate, and everybody's pretty excited about him right now, but, you know, he hasn't played enough to really form an opinion. You know, I know that... Former Twins manager Tom Kelly. How many at bats did he say before you really could form an opinion about somebody? One thousand. Yeah. Well, he's a long ways away from that. Yeah, because this is his first year. Speak- he's obvi- obviously somebody that you know shows some promise. Is better than the other way, where he's batting one twenty. So he's got he's got ten home runs, which is you know pretty good. But- yeah. And that many at bats is pretty good for a second baseman. But speaking um, of players, what do you think of? Of uh, Jorge Polanco m- being moved to third base. 
Well, you know, it's kind of like, you know, if they want Julian to be playing, what are you going to do? That's where the problem is. Yeah, um, that, is, that is the problem. You know, where else is Julian going to play besides second base? He, I don't think he can play third. I think it'd be a debacle. And has he ever played in the outfield? If he has, it's probably going back to his younger youth days of playing baseball. Could you play him at first base? I don't know. I mean, I mean, Luis Arise did when he was here. Yeah, that's true. And Julian's taller than Arise was. was, Other than Arise, Arise because he's not very tall, I think for the most part he did a really good job playing first base, especially he never played it before. Yeah. Could Julian play there? I don't know. Good question. And, you know, if everybody's there, he probably wouldn't be the first baseman of choice anyways. It'd probably be Kirilov and... Solano plays there too, but you know, eventually, if they get if they get uh, Royce Lewis back, they're gonna have a logjam of players in their organization. What are you gonna do? But yeah, and I, I'm sure it's. I know that uh, Nick Gordon. He is. Oh, I forgot about him too. Yeah, he's been doing. I think he's gonna be might be ramping up his his uh, workouts here. So. I'm sure he's a ways away from, from being back here, but... Yep. Um, I'm sure he'd be having extended stay in St. Paul probably too, Wendy. Well, I don't, I don't know about that. But I think right now he's not doing anything else out in the field yet. At least that's yep. what I last heard. But I think eventually, real soon, he, they will be having him out there. What is his injury? I forget. So he was hitting... Uh, in the leg, okay, against the Dodgers. So oh, did he, he break a bone. Yep. So we had so we had a fracture in his leg. Huh? Which bone was it? Was it in the lower part? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the lower part of the leg. Hmm. Well, M- might have been the tibia. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, see if he does come back this year, and when he do- when if he does. Yeah, I don't. Even, I don't. I don't remember which bone it was in the leg. I think it might have been tibia, like you said. Yep. That's another infielder, a combination infielder, outfielder that they'd have available. And, of course, you get Lewis back. You know, you got, you got Polanco, and I don't know what they're going to do. They can all of a sudden decide to trade Polanco tomorrow or today. I I hope they don't do that. But Well, the, the, the question is, who do you get? Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm sure the teams would like to have Polanco, but w- would they give you much for him? I don't know. You know, because of what I've noticed is that teams are, if, you know, if they trade away somebody they want to, they seem to want to get, as I said before, a, a top yep. prospect. They don't want some lower level minor league player. Yep. Now, would they trade uh, Kyle Farmer now? Maybe. I don't know. You know, he he at one time looked like a, a player that, not that he's a great player, but he, he has some couple of good years for, with, with Cincinnati, right? Yep. And, you know, it looked like at one time he might be the starting shortstop this year. Well, then everything fell apart with, between the Giants and who else is who else is Crea looking at signing with? Mets? The, yeah, the Mets. That all fell apart, and somehow he fell into the Twins' lap again for $33 million a year. And he, he was pretty hot right after the All-Star break, maybe a little before that, but he's got to play better than that. You're paying him $33 million a year. His fielding has been fine, but... Hitting wise, he's not done as well. No, he's hitting about two twenty. That's not good enough for that kind of money. Speaking um, of hitting, 
I, I, uh, before we wrap this up, I, I would like to, to share my thoughts again about Byron Bucks. I know I've said them before, but I'm saying them again. When are twins going to play him in center field? Don't know. You know, I, I would have played them all the way along this year, but they, they should, for some reason, they won't. You know, I don't think they have fully been. If there is something going on physically with Bucks, I don't think they have fully disclosed it to us. No, I don't think they have either. If there's actually something true like that, um, you, you know, and if he's if he's got some injury, you know, lag, nagging injury, well, don't play him until he's healthy. Well, but you know, here's another thing. He took a few days off. Yep. You know, because his his wife had a had referred child, which is a boy by boy. I think. Yep. I think his name is Bear. Yep. And then on Friday he you know he was back with the team, but he didn't play that night. But then he's had four doubles. Yep. Since so. Yeah, looks like he is. He's you know it looks like he has kind of figured it out at the plate. Looks better now than what he did. And he obviously the four doubles, four doubles in two games is quite a bet. But I just wonder, Dad, because of the fact they had him DHing all the time, if that's why he was struggling before. Could be. I don't know. And it seemed like, you know, because I know for a while they were doing this routine of having him shag some fly balls before games, but yeah. nope, he's he's not playing center field. Hmm. I don't know the Twins' primary center fielders right now are Michael A. Taylor and Willie Castro, aren't they? Yep, they are. And occasionally, who else has even played out? Gallo played out there for a game, Danny. Well, that's a mistake. Well, I mean, Gallo can, Joey Gallo can play out there. But. Yeah, well, he can. Max Kepler, Kepler can too, but um, obviously Walner's not a center fielder. So I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking is, but when you have an outfield with Michael A. Taylor and Kepler, who I think is a good outfielder, and he has been hitting, he's probably one of the better hitters lately, and left field's a crapshoot usually every game. You don't know who's going to play out there. No. Whether it's Gallo or... Warnick when he was up here, or I think uh, I think Matt Walner's played out there some yep. lately. I don't know. It's just been... Willie Castro's played out there? Yeah, I think he's played out there, too. He turned the one ball yesterday into an adventure, too. And then, obviously, Kirilov's played out there, too. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm, I just wonder tomorrow there's going to be some, some trade they make, and it's going to be a make more of a splash than what you think it might, because they might be trading some of those guys, because they can... They know the handwriting's on the wall, too, about Rice Lewis comes back. What do you do with all these guys? Yeah, what do you do with all these guys? Because, you know, if it's to the point where if you want to keep them well, on your major league roster, eventually somebody's going to have to be sent down. He's probably going to be subject to waivers, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Because most of those guys, I'm sure, don't have any um, options. options anymore. And it could be, you know, any one of a lot of people, too. I really wonder what's going to happen. Another guy we haven't touched on either is uh, Dallas Keigel, who's pitched pretty well for the Saints because I think it, his his clock is ticking. Is it is it tomorrow? Was it today when they had to make a decision on him? I yeah, because I think it might be around. Maybe maybe it's tomorrow. I, I don't know. I haven't really looked at that, but I don't think he's going to sit around here if he can leave. And if the Twins don't bring him up, I don't think so either. Um. I don't know what the answer is for him either. I mean, he's, he's probably, but he's pitching at St. Paul too, but he, he actually has pitched pretty well. Could you bring him up, put him in the bullpen? 
probably not. He's never. He probably will, he probably would not agree to it anyway. He'd be proud to start, but you know, here's another thing. Bailey Ober is going to looks like he's going to pitch the most innings he, he's ever pitched in his yeah, career. That so could, that could be a problem too. You never you never know. Yeah, Dallas Keuchel. I don't know what they're going to do with him. I forgot about him. Yeah. Well, tomorrow will be the be the answer. Yep. You, yep. You said yep. you said it's five o'clock tomorrow. Five o'clock central tomorrow is when we is when we uh, trade deadline is. Yeah. Could so, be, really, who knows? Yes, who knows? Yeah. And, so, and let's hope this guy's constantly going to the RL, as we call it. You have a rocko list. You'd like to believe that trend is going to change here pretty soon, but now Kirilov's on the RL, so. Kirov's on the RL uh, with. He he has issues with his non-throwing shoulder. Mm-hmm. Rice Lewis. Y- yep. They're two of their probably the two of the, two of their hottest hitters they've had since the All Star break. Well, I, actually, I thought Rice Lewis uh, went on me R- when did he go on me RL? Yeah, I don't know when he did. I, I thought it was before the All Star break. Okay. I don't know. It just seems like he cannot have a season where he plays most all the time. It's too bad. Yep. Too bad. So we'll just have to. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna see what happens here. And uh, yeah, who we got pitching tomorrow night against St. Louis? I believe it is. I think it is Pablo Lopez. If I'm not mistaken. Well, let's hope he has a good outing. They need to have him start carrying the load. Yeah, they do. That's why they got him. Yep, you know, and and I, I just have four. I, I know we've just kind of been repeating some of the same stuff we said before, but Luis Arise, you know, giving giving him up for a pitcher who's has been basically just an average pitcher for a, maybe a little bit better than average, but I mean, yeah. at times he does pitch good, but yeah, you know, I don't to me, I don't think he's enough to justify that trade right now the way it's going. I mean, probably not. He looked like at the beginning of the season he's going to be pretty good, but um, things have kind of gotten back to, you know, 500 pitcher-pitcher or whatever. That isn't good enough for the amount, what, they, what they're paying him and what they gave up for him. He needs something way better than that. Yeah, they do. Yep, so... Move on to Tuesday. See how the Twins can do. Hopefully, get on, off to a good start against St. Louis and start winning against some games again. That's the way to very go. So we, we do not need a repeat of last year. Yeah, last year was a nightmare. Yep. So, and the nightmare started here pretty soon. Is it in August? Yep. Well, I think it started in August, but I think it really escalated in September. Yep. And I, and I think a key was a four a, a series in Cleveland where we lost four out of five. Okay, that's what yeah. I think. Yep, that's right. That's what I think. Pretty much did us in. Yep, I just checked. Pablo Lopez is a pitcher mounted against St. Louis against Miles Miles Michaelis. Well, yeah, that's one of the Cardinals pitchers. Yeah, he's six and six and four three eight, and Pablo Lopez is five and six four three four one three. So Pablo needs to get on a roll. Yeah, he does. All right. So, well, is uh, back and do it for 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 this episode. 
I think it will. I think so. We'll, we'll, we'll we will have some better uh, content for next time. I think you know we need to see what what develops here. I think uh, uh, with the trade deadline. So yeah, maybe the Twins can start playing better too. Exactly. So, all right. Well, thanks for joining me here tonight. Uh, yep. we'll, we should do this again in a couple weeks. All right. All right. Well, talk to you later, Dad. Yep, you bet. Yep. Well, that does it for this episode of Minnesota Twins Chat. Um, if you found this podcast for the first time, subscribe to however you found this podcast, whether you found it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever that may be. Uh, I know it's on several platforms. Uh, iHeart Radio is in our app. That you can find this podcast on. So, and tune in. So, it's it's everywhere. Um, so, be sure to uh, subscribe to Hobby Farmers Podcast. And if you want to, uh, if you want to provide some feedback to, to the show, uh, you can email the show at mntwinschat the number forty eight at gmail.com. That's mntwinschat the number forty eight at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook at Minnesota Twins Chat. So, for my dad, his name is Craig Larson. I am Troy Larson. So on, everybody. <laughs>